This podcast is about concentration and health spending in 2017. Um, First, let me note that it has become apparent to me that the last few episodes didn't actually record, so I'm fixing that. I believe this one will come through fine. We should force every political candidate to sit and read this one piece of health research and think about the implications. It is one of the regular statistical briefs that the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality puts out on the concentration of healthcare spending in the population. Less frequently, the agency puts out a brief on the persistence of a person's level of healthcare spending, which is equally important. Combined, the two should be the primary guide to thinking about what kind of healthcare financing system you really need. In 2017, the top 1% of the population, ranked by spending, accounted for 22% of total healthcare expenditures, or $377 billion, and the top 5% accounted for 50% of all spending, or $860 billion. Meanwhile, on the opposite end of the spectrum, the bottom 50% of the population represents only 3% of all spending, or $50 billion. The bottom 80% accounts for only 18% of total spending. 15% of people had no health spending. Please, please, like I ask every year, just think about the implications of that. And now think about this. The overall average per person spending is $5,306 per year. The bottom 50% has an average annual spending of $305. That's right. Half the population spends $300 a year or less. Isn't it obvious that these people don't need health insurance? The top 1%, on the other hand, average $116,000 per year with a range of about $66,000 and up. The top 5% average $53,000 a year with a range of about $23,500 to $66,500. These people clearly need help with paying bills. Note, too, that this is the non-institutionalized population. If people in nursing homes and other settings were included, the concentration would be even higher. The people in the high-spending group are obviously older on average or children with serious illnesses. Only 5% of people in that bottom spending half of the population are over 65 Caucasians are disproportionately represented among the high-spending group. People in the high-spending group tend to have a lot of inpatient hospital expenditures. For the top 5%, Medicare paid 33.7% of all care, and private insurance paid 38.6%. By contrast, 47% of expenses for those in the bottom half of the rankings were paid for by private insurance. Now, these numbers need to be considered with a persistence analysis, that is, for how How long does a person remain a high or low spender? A lot of high spenders in a year die, and some low spenders in a year might then have a serious accident or disease that causes their spending to spike up.
but past analyses have shown a fair amount of persistence that is important for designing and targeting care management and cost control programs. When I look at these numbers, it is pretty obvious to me that a better system would stop requiring that people purchase insurance, in fact discourage it, and instead rely on mandatory health savings accounts with people purchasing routine services on a fee-for-service basis and having an incentive to shop carefully since they are spending their own dollars. If and when a non-Medicare person incurs a serious illness or condition requiring much higher spending, they could be kicked over to a government program, even to Medicare, and that episode paid for on a bundled basis. If and when they recover, they would go back to the fee-for-service world. I think that system would cost a lot less and would have a lot less government interference, which honestly is never good, than something like Medicare for all.